welcome to episode 21 of the Press Forward podcast. I'm Nathan Wrigley, and I'd like to thank you for joining us again. And if this is your first time with us, I hope that you like it and that you find it useful. The Press Forward podcast is created by WP and Up. We're a non-profit working in the WordPress space to help you or your colleagues, in fact, anyone. You can find out more about the mission at wpandop.org. We'd love for you to get involved with WP and Op, and this can be done in many ways. You could talk about this podcast on social media, or talk about it on your own website. You could rate it on Apple Podcasts, or you can subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player, which can be done by going to wpandop.org forward slash podcast dash feed. There's a couple of things that I'd like to tell you about this week. If you've listened in before, you'll know about the Head 2 project that we've created. It's a 3000 kilometer bike ride that members of WPNOP are undertaking next year. The intention is to show that little changes can have a big impact over time. You see, we're not athletes and we're getting on with our lives whilst adapting them slightly to accommodate the time needed to train for this ride. We've started to draw up our plans and to modify our lives slightly, taking great care about what we eat and drink as well as making sure that we exercise more. We're figuring this all out as we go. How long should each day of the ride be? What kind of exercise regime should we undertake to prepare us best? Should we choose a route which avoids inner cities and instead take cycle paths? We don't really have the answers yet, but we've committed to working together regularly to make the project a success. We'll be creating more content about this project in the future, and we'll try to be as open as possible about how it all evolves. If you're interested in any aspect of this project, or how you could help, how you can spread the word, please go to head2.org. The Press Forward podcast is brought to you today by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers an awesome managed web hosting platform that's built for speed, security and scalability whilst being environmentally friendly. Enjoy a better web hosting experience for your WordPress website backed by 24-7 expert support. And we thank Green Geeks for helping us to put on the Press Forward podcast. If you happen to be a regular listener to the Press Forward podcast, then you'll know that a few months ago we took a team to WordCamp EU in Berlin. I was tasked with interviewing as many WordPressers as possible. It was great standing in the corridor watching the nearly 3,000 attendees file in and out of the talks. The fact that we chose the corridor was great. It meant that people could find us easily, but it also meant that there was quite a lot of background noise. The interviews were really varied, and you can catch the ones that you perhaps have already missed by going to the Press Forward podcast feed at wpnop.org forward slash podcasts. Okay, so on to today's episode. Today, I talk with Gary Pendergast. Gary has been working with WordPress for a long time, and his many contributions have really shaped the way that WordPress has developed. He's an employee of Automatic, but is seconded back into the open source project on a full-time basis. We talk about how he got started with WordPress, what he's been involved in, and where he hopes the project goes in the future. Having been the project lead for multiple releases, we talk about what that responsibility feels like, being the person to push the commit button and update hundreds of thousands of sites. We get into his love of the WordPress community and how he regards it as somewhat special, a place in which he's made real friends over the years. He's a very knowledgeable WordPress contributor and much of his work will no doubt have been used by you at some point. He's also a very calming figure and somebody that I warmed to very much in our short time together. And so, without further ado, I bring you Gary Pendergast. So I'm joined 
Well, I, I should probably say where we are to begin with. Uh, we are in, in an, where, exactly where are we? We're outside of track one. Yeah. In WordCamp. And I'm joined today by Gary Pendergast. Hello, Gary. Hi there. It's How good you to doing? Be here. That's very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you come, uh, I'm detecting from your accent that you might be from Australia. I am indeed. It's, come uh, from Australia it's, it's a long way to travel, but yes, I have come over from Australia to, oh, really? to visit, uh, visit Berlin. Have you, have, are you just coming for this or? Uh, just for this. Like I, I arrived a few days ago for, uh, had a few meetings and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I'm over, over for Work Camp Europe, then back home again. Do you do this stuff quite a lot? Uh, yeah, a few times a year. Like I'll come to the big work camps and fly around a bit, talk to people about WordPress and, uh, and that kind of thing. Because you're, you're quite serious about WordPress, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've been, uh, I've kind of employed to, uh, well, I'm, I'm, my time is donated full time to the yeah. WordPress project, so I work on WordPress core and kind of talk to people and help people get get started with contributing and anything really that needs to be done. How does it work? What when you say your time has been donated, what does yeah. that mean? So I uh, I'm employed by Automatic, uh, but my my role is to work on the WordPress open source project, and so it means that while while I'm certainly uh, at, uh, the, I'm employed by Automatic and I, and I get kind of that internal view of like WordPress.com and Jetpack and the products that we provide, my, my main focus and my priorities are the WordPress open source project. And sometimes that, sometimes that aligns with what Automatic needs, sometimes it doesn't, but I, I'm always, always consider Automatic as just being uh, one constituent in the in the WordPress world. Did, did, you, did you get employed by Automatic on the strength of things that you'd done for the WordPress project? I, I didn't actually start contributing to WordPress core until after I joined Automatic. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd really only, I kind of found out about, uh, uh, well, I built, built a site for WordPress many years ago. Um, I picked up a, some contract work and uh, ended up writing some plugins and found out about Automatic then and was like, oh, they sound like a cool company. I think I'll apply to join and started working <laughs> for Automatic and then kind of switched over to working on WordPress core as well. Do you ever get, is there like ever a conflict of interest where the stuff that you want to do for WordPress, like you said, mm. it might not always align with what Automatic want. Do you, is, there, is there some sort of mechanism for, what's the word, for being told, no, 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 you must do it this way or are you completely autonomous? I think... Well, I've never been in a situation where some where there was a, a clash between what Automatic wanted and what was the right thing for WordPress. There's, and that's part of like we WordPress is a very extendable tool. We can. There's always a case of if someone, whether it be Automatic or any anyone really who uses WordPress, if they need a filter or an action to um, to hook into somewhere in, in WordPress, then we can just put that in and. They, they can do their own thing. Do you, um, in, in Australia, is Word, like we're stood in about 3,000, there's about 3,000 people roughly yeah. attending this. Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty big in Europe. You know, go, yep. go, go to the UK, there's a lot of people using WordPress. Same in Australia, same sort of community spirit, same event yeah. set up, all Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. So it's, it's the same kind of thing in Australia as well. There, there are meetups in all the, all the major cities and um, some of the smaller regional cities as well. There are... Uh, pretty regular word camps and I think perhaps because we're uh, Australians are just kind of used to having to fly a long way to get to yeah, yeah, get to anywhere yeah, then it's then it's a case of oh I only have to fly two hours to get yeah. to this word camp so that's fine <laughs> and um, do you do you kind of like come to these events thinking okay I'm gonna go to socialize I'm gonna go to talks i'm going to hang out in the hallway do you have like an agenda have you gone through the list going oh going to do that going to do that going to listen think, to that uh yeah certainly like i'll be uh i'll be going to going to a few talks and a lot of what i'm here is to here to do is because i'm working on wordpress core itself then there'll be there's a lot of other people who do that uh, part-time or full-time so being able to have some have some face-to-face -face time with people who are effectively my colleagues even if we're not employed by the same companies. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 fun to hang out and just just ha have some social time. Yeah, and automatic. I think I could be wrong about this. To correct the numbers. Yeah. I think there's 900. Yeah, it's about 900 now. It's it's growing very big. How, how does that even work? How do you get anything done? How do you coordinate it, what must be done? 
I mean, it's 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 certainly grown a lot from its its early days. When I when I first started contracting for Automatic, it was about twenty people, and then and then when I came on when I came on full time, it was about a hundred people, and it's just it's blown since then. And it's we we have a lot of people working on different things. There's there's people who work on WordPress Core. There's people who work on the WordPress mobile apps. There's people who work on WordPress.com or Jetpack or WooCommerce. Or we have a huge. Uh, we, we call our support engineers, our support people, happiness engineers. That's their their job is to engineer happiness, and so we have a huge group of people whose job is to make sure that our customers can do what they want with WordPress. Mm. And in the same way that all the all the people who are into the WordPress project come to a place like this, do, do you ever get nine hundred of you yep. actually in the same place at the same time to you know yeah. shake hands and yeah. say That's, hello? And- uh, so once a year we have the, the what we call the grand meetup as the oh, full, nice. full company gets together in one place. Uh, what if anything goes wrong? <laughs> it's, I mean, for, for the critical teams, there are considerations that, you know, we don't fly all of systems on the same plane. Yeah. Um, and we have, uh, again, with happiness, because we need, we need to be able to, happiness engineers need to be available for our customers. So some will be flying in a little bit early or leaving a little bit later to make sure that there's always someone someone online when uh when they need help yeah you, you can't make that mistake yeah, <laughs> yeah. so wh- where where was the last one uh well both last year and this year again will be in uh orlando florida so a bit of a disney disney adventure yeah. it's, it's it's fun it's um it's also the company's getting so big that we actually need to you need going. to rent a disneyland we, we we need to basically hire out an entire hotel and <laughs> it's, um how can you account how, how, why, why did WordPress get so big? How has it become this behemoth, oh, this wow. 34% of the internet thing? Why, why wasn't it Drupal? Why wasn't it Joomla? What, what I makes think, WordPress special? I, th- I think there are a couple of key, key things there. I think the, the focus on the user experience yep. was always really important to WordPress. It's always been that way and always about making, making it look nice, making you be able to make a site that looks good. Uh, really simply, and the other thing I think was key was uh, the how we always focus on backwards compatibility and making sure we don't break break things so that you can always click click upgrade and or get an auto upgrade and it will automatically work. So people can write write plugins and write themes for WordPress and know that they'll just keep working. They don't need to um, be constantly having to rewrite their stuff just to just to keep it working with the latest latest version yeah for me it was all about like what you just said when i was using drupal for years i really enjoyed it great great platform still like it um but when i when i came across wordpress for the first time i've only been using it for about five years the first thing immediately for me is oh it looks really nice it actually looks attractive i don't have to you know it's not ugly that was that was a really important thing so you've come to wordcamp in europe you know, yep. you've told us a little bit about what you're going to do. Tell us who you're excited to see. What what specific talks are you going to go to? Oh wow! I think um, I mean I always enjoy like Matt's summer update. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's the whole thing, isn't so he? So it's 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 part of it, and and having it, it is kind of nice to have that that person who can who can kind of be the face of WordPress and who can give that uh, that broad view of what's going on and what's what's the plan with WordPress, and also I think uh, customize it a bit. We're in we're in Europe. We're at WordCamp Europe. We um, customize it a bit for European audience. So we're um, well. We can we see with like the the GDPR and some of the upcoming um, privacy legislation in in the EU that you, Europeans are more privacy conscious than an American audience might be, or even an Australian audience. So being able to talk about how WordPress is working towards something that works. For works for everyone around the world, regardless of what their specific priorities are, I think is it's it's important too. Um, you were talking earlier about backwards compatibility. Is, is, yeah. is there, has there any, ever been a time where you've had to not do things which might have been in the best interests of WordPress in order to keep it compatible? I think um, I don't know that we've necessarily had to not do things. It's perhaps we've had to do things in a different way, uh, or we've had to take more time to do them in a way that's backwards compatible. Um, I kind of look at it as it's better for me to spend 
six months working on working on making a uh, working on making something that works for everyone versus I spend a week but then 10,000 developers around the world have to spend uh, two days so the the time trade-off is kind of uh, it's, it's really really simple to choose that trade-off uh, a good example was um, several years ago there was there was a security issue in WordPress um, which has kind of come to be known as the Trojan emoji bug where <laughs> you could you could you could trigger it by by if you put um, an emoji in a comment field then you there was a way to, you were able to uh, break into the site um, to fix a simple fix it took me about half an hour to write it unfortunately it would have broken 90 odd percent of WordPress sites. okay <laughs> so it was it was better for um, for myself and for several members of the security team to take close to a year I think uh, it took us to write something that worked in a completely backwards compatible way and it just we rolled it out and there, there was a few minor bugs but nothing nothing serious and it every WordPress site just kept running but was also protected there was no longer this this giant security issue that needs to be fixed. Do you ever do you ever hover over that commit button with trepidation and fear? Is there ever ever I, a point where you're thinking, I don't know whether I want to do this? The, the commit button, not so much. It's we we kind of I mean it's all it's all version control, so if something's broken, we can roll it back. Uh, it's still like even after leading multiple releases and many security releases and minor releases and all that kind of thing, it's still when it comes to actually clicking the button to release a version of WordPress to know that it's going to be like the instant I push that out, it's going to be rolling out to tens or hundreds of thousands of sites a minute. Um, it's it's always a little bit, okay, have I done everything? Have I gone through the checklist? Am I sure it's all... It's all ready to go. Do you have like procedures about times of day that you've got to do it? So, for example, have you got to do it when you arrive to work, if you like, so that you've got the rest of the day should something go wrong? Or like so processes? We, for, for, for releases, we tend to aim uh, for, particularly security releases, uh, we tend to aim for middle of the week, so it's not going to cross over into people's weekends. And usually during, it'll be, it would be like late afternoon Europe time, daytime US time. Uh, it might be early morning for Australia or Asia, but they'll also be up in a couple of hours. So we found that that's, that gives us a good crossover for everyone. Um, so that they, if they need to be pushing out updates to their systems as quickly as possible, then they can do that. How much autonomy do you have as a core contributor to, to push the button? Is there like a, a protocol that you've got to go through, including checks and balances from X, Y, and Z person? Or is it, Gary, you can do what you want? I mean, strictly speaking, yes, I can just do it. But it's also a case of I'm not able to do that without people seeing, oh, what are you doing? Gary? Yeah, what's going should, on? <laughs> should you really be pushing that out now? That's, that's, uh, there are, and we're, we're looking at that too, like how we can um, uh, protect that, um, uh, make, make updates more secure. So yes. part of that is yes. in recent releases, we're now signing the packages. Yeah, that sounds good. Make, make sure oh. that, we're, uh, that nobody's kind of attacking the packages and, Trying to trying to get people to download the wrong thing and the other um, and so then we're looking at how we can uh, automate more of the building of the packages and have some sort of sign-off system where two people need to click a button before uh, before it will actually push the package out. Oh, nice! So it's not not all on Gary's shoulders. It yeah, could, yeah, yes. <laughs> make you sleep better at night. <laughs> but if if you were like if you were beginning with WordPress now, let's say that this is your first event. You've never yeah. you, you've You've installed WordPress a couple of times and done a few things and think, oh, I like WordPress. Yeah. How, do you, how do you get involved? How do you begin to um, become somebody that is contributing to WordPress itself? I guess, I guess it kind of depends upon what you, what you want to do and how you, how you think you'd like to contribute. I mean, I, I come from a development background, so certainly that's, I look at how, how you can code for WordPress, but whether you happen to be a designer or a community organizer or you happen to be good at writing documentation, um, there are plenty of different ways and so we have a site uh, called make wordpress it's make.wordpress.org and that's kind of where the the different teams that that have different focuses on uh on wordpress that that's where they all have their they have their uh, blogs where they'll be posting updates what they're working on then we also use uh, slack for communicating for for meetings and for chatting um it's it, it's it's very much about having a community of people who are, who are all working towards the same thing but are able to find 
find their niche and able to find a place where they feel they're able to contribute to work. Yeah. And yesterday, of course, there was the Contributor Day. Yeah. Um, again, for somebody who's listening to this, they may not even vaguely know what that is. What, what, what is that? What, what do people do when they come to a Contributor Day at a WordCamp? So it's, uh, it's they've, even Contributor Days have evolved. They, back very, very early on, they used to be called Developer Days. Like it was very development focused, but that's, that's not what it is anymore. It's about all of the different ways that you can um, contribute to WordPress. And it's about having, effectively being able to sit down at a table with someone who's been contributing for a while in whatever area you're interested in and uh, being able to talk through with them, like how do, we, how do we do this? And they're able to point out, hey, here are some easy issues that you might like to start. Um, the, there's... I mean, even beyond the ones that I mentioned, like there's marketing team or the, the polyglots team who work on translations. I love uh, that word. It's, 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 a, it's a very cool word. <laughs> but so you, you don't need to be a coder. I mean, the, the breadth and depth of it is pretty astonishing. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and their job at Contrib Day was to, was to try and work out a process for subtitling the WordPress.tv talks yeah. so that that could be automated so that, yep. you know, it could go straight into German or straight into whatever, yep. English, you know, any, any kind of language. So there's, there's absolutely tons of scope. Would you, would you say that like a WordCamp, something like this is a good place to start or would you advise people to kind of get online and go to make.wordpress.org to begin with? Is it, well, yeah, what's your thoughts on I th- that? I think that they're, I mean, they're both valid ways to start. If you're able to attend a WordCamp, then it's, it's really, really, uh, it's really helpful to be able to talk to someone in person and kind of uh, get an idea of, of what you can do. Even if you don't go to a contributor day, most, most WordCamps will have a table with, with a, how to start contributing uh, information, how you, and there'll be people who can talk, talk to you about that. Um, going, if you're not able to attend a WordCamp, then certainly going online will, will help. Like all of the teams have some sort of a, uh, a, a meeting for where you can where you can turn up and they'll be and they'll walk you through uh, how you can get started with their particular team yeah with this with events like this do you turn up and and find that you've actually I'm going to use the word mates have you have you got actual real mates in WordPress yeah these are there there are plenty of people who I've been working with for so long and it's 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 not just a a thing where you know you work in a a kind of a stereotypical office environment and you're, you're there from nine to five and and that's it. No, these are these are people who are genuine friends who I've been, uh, who like I've met their families and we've hung out together. And it's not just about work; it's about just uh, we we enjoy each other's company. Do you do you come to these things with like a, a barrage of people who you want to see and catch up with? And there you know, is I've always got, you've got always, your laundry I mean, list of good mates. It's, I certainly like there's there's always people that I want to catch up with, but there's the. This WordCamp, I think, is what three thousand people attending. It's it's huge. I'm I'm never going to be able to meet everyone who I who I might know. But um, it's also like I'm here to meet new people as well. Like there's there's plenty of people who for whom this is their first WordCamp or for or they they haven't contributed before. I think we had uh, just a contributor day yesterday. There were some 160 something uh, people who've never contributed to WordPress before, and they were they were there to make their first. Uh, their first effort and so that was really cool to see the first time I came to a word camp I kind of stood and was a bit awkward kind of you know no mates Nathan sort of stood in a corner and kind of expected it because I'd heard about these word camps I kind of expected it to be just easy and I would stand in the room and people would flock towards me not knowing who I was but then kind of figured out okay I've got to make a bit of an effort and yeah I'm, I'm exactly like you I've got a whole bunch of people that I want to see when I come to these things and they and they genuinely are yeah. Like real friends. I mean, you know, with modern social media, it's easy to sort of keep up with these people. But yeah, that, I think th- this community is pretty remarkable. I don't know of anybody who works in another industry who has anything but dread about going. <laughs> you know, the idea I've got to go to yeah. a conference in Berlin yeah. for three days. It's like, yeah. oh. I've got to go to a conference. I'm yeah. so not looking forward to it. But I'm, I'm delighted to be here. It's amazing. Absolutely. It's, and that's why I, why I fly from Australia. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to get on a plane and fly for 30 hours to go to a conference I don't want to be at. Um, I'm here because uh, I genuinely enjoy it because there are people that I really actually want to see and hang out with. And there's, it's, I mean, I've been doing WordPress for so long now. But there's always something new that I learn here. Yeah. Speaking of new, 
well, not not so much new. Yeah. Do you think? So if we if we rolled back the clock ten years, this event yeah. would be well, it, it wouldn't be here for a start, but it, it, the whole WordPress yeah. thing would be considerably smaller. Do you think in ten years' time we'll still be talking about WordPress? Do you think there's a bright future for it? Do you, do you foresee a, a nice horizon, or is it? I, th I think so. I think. I mean. I think what we're looking at in 10 years time, we're, we're certainly looking at a WordPress that's continuing to grow. Uh, like it's, it's not about, um, I don't think WordPress is slowing down anytime soon. It's even if you look at the basic, the basic stats that we, that we kind of measure you know, 30 something percent of sites of the top however many sites use WordPress and those numbers continue to grow. It's not, it's not somewhere where we're, where we're slowing down. I think it's the WordPress that we, that we see today will be different to the WordPress that we see in 10 years, certainly. Um, where, uh, for even the basic, the obvious things, like where mobile is moving, was rapidly moving towards the dominant platform. It's, well, it's already the dominant platform, it's moving towards being the, really the only platform. So, like, we can certainly see where WordPress will look different, but I think as a community, um, we'll still be we'll still be able to grow and but keep that same kind of feel that we're we're meeting with friends. It's the technology that we happen to use doesn't really make a difference. Do you do you work on things in the dark? Do you do you have things like at the at the, the, that sort of top level, if you like? Are there things that you're working on which are not necessarily for public consumption, which might you know might be what WordPress looks like in ten years, or is everything out in the open? You know, we can all inspect what, what you're working on. Oh, the, the, do you want me to reveal WordPress yeah, tell secrets? Me what's gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell it's, me the future. Uh, honestly, it's, it's, it's very, very open. Yeah. Like the, the things that I'm working on are open source. Like it's, and, that's, and that's one of the things I love is that I'm able to give all of this, all of this back. I'm not just working on this app to make, uh, to make some bank an extra 0.5% richer or something. It's, it's, it's something about uh, being able to build something that matters and build it in a way that people are able to take it and use it and change it and learn from it and, uh, and really, um, I think it's, it's about having, having, that, having that community that where we're all able to contribute to um, and I'm able to contribute in in my way and you're you're able to contribute in your way with with this podcast and people contribute in all sorts of ways um it's about all of us coming together with our individual strengths to make something bigger than, yeah. bigger than ourselves yeah that's a that's a nice answer do you find do you find like in life so before you got sort of into wordpress and things did, did you find yourself to be the kind of person that needed needed to do important work something which was like like had a bit of moral backbone to it something that felt significant and meaningful and do you feel that about WordPress? Do you think, do you think, like as an example, if I, if I, like I'm, I'm not trying to denigrate this, but if, for example, I worked, I don't know, like you said, in a bank, yep. and the whole purpose yep. of my existence was to generate this half percent extra or to, you yep. know, make the shareholders happy, I, I don't think that would speak to me. I think ultimately I would feel a bit miserable doing that. I think it's, I, I think it's a case of finding your own meaning. It's. If, if like I've, I've found a, a job that I enjoy and I feel that that, that, that gives, gives meaning, but also if you do happen to work in, a, in an office job where it's just a nine to five and you, uh, and you go to work, you do your thing and you go home and, uh, and that's it, you, um, you will have meaning in other ways, whether, whether it be friends and family, whether it be social issues, whether it's whatever it happens to be, it's... Um, I think everyone makes their own meaning. Um, it's no better or worse for it to be uh, for it to be a open source project like WordPress versus raising a family versus having a having a group of friends that support each other versus uh, taking care of your community. I, I I'm always trying to pinpoint exactly what it is that makes this community special. Because that, that is the talk, right? Everybody talks about how great the WordPress community is. And I, I, I'm often wrangling with, okay, why is that? How is it that 3,000 people can get together in a space and it's a nice event, you know, and people aren't... There's, 
Well, the, the ego seems to be nowhere in existence. You know, people are just genuinely open. And so I'm always thinking, what is it about these people that makes them so... Well, that makes it such a nice community to be in. I... Do you feel wow, that, though? Do you feel it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's intentional. Yeah. Like, this is a, it's not an accident that WordPress is a nice community to be in. It's, it's that people who are uh, in leadership, whether it be from Matt down from Matt or Josepha or it's a thing that I care about it's a thing that uh, like core developers care about and lead designers and community leads that people want this to be a nice space and so they put the work in to make it a nice space mm, yeah I, I can't quite I can't pin it I wish I could but I have that conversation on a sort of weekly basis you know why why is it so nice? and I, I have no idea why it's so nice is there anything in your time working with WordPress any one story that you, you think that was, that was the highlight of it so far? All my WordPress things, if I could repeat one moment. I think, I think it's really the, the moments with friends that come to mind. It's like we, we kind of have, I mean, even, even looking at this from a, a work on WordPress core and I work with developers and lead developers and we can kind of, uh, it, it can be easy to forget that everyone there they're making this they might be making decisions about wordpress and they might be uh and it might be sometimes it's something you disagree with but at the end of the day they're still people and so oh these these are people who are who are my friends who i've worked with for a long time who uh i'll co i'll come to these events and we'll we'll hang out and we'll we'll have fun times and we'll kind of just kick back and chat it's it's those are the things that i really that I find that I remember. Yeah, that's that's a nice answer. Um, how how do you overcome disagreements with the the, 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 the direction that things should be going? So, mm -hmm. I don't really have an example of that, but mm -hmm. you know, there must have been situations in the past where a, a significant amount of people thought this is where we should go. We'd like to do this to WordPress, and some people said no, we want it to stay just how it is or modify. How do you? Is it like a is it like a a, a, a personality contest? Does somebody have the final vote? How do, how do things get done as opposed to not get done? Um, I think, I mean, as uh, Matt's position is the project lead, and so at the end of the day, it is Matt's decision if something is going to happen or not. And that's, um, I think that's an important aspect of, of that. It's, and like, I, I do work closely with Matt, so I've, um, I can say that like he's always open to listening to arguments and he, he wants to hear like why why you feel that okay this might not be a good idea or we could do this differently um, so I think we can have those genuine discussions and figure out a way that works for everyone there's it's very very rare that there's a there's a situation where it's the the, the problem is uh, so polar opposite that you can't possibly come to a middle ground that's either one thing or the other and uh, there's no in between that's the vast majority of the time it's there's a way that we can make it work for everyone yeah, yeah. How, how do you feel so you know where I'm going <laughs> how do you feel about like the the last well when was it in November the 11th I think something like that the, the whole Gutenberg thing because that's been an interesting six months hasn't it or more do, do you feel happy where we are now is it, is it has it got the has it got the um, the support that you'd hoped it would I think, yeah, I, th I think it's moving in a good direction. We, it was certainly a controversial change. Um, and uh, in, in, in some ways that was certainly on, uh, uh, on people like me who were in that leadership team who, uh, for whatever reason, we didn't manage to communicate why this change was important and what, what it meant and how you could come along and how you could uh, change, your, change your stuff to work, to work with it. Um, I don't know that we necessarily communicated that as well as we could have, but I think um, I think also this is a strength of the WordPress community that we had that we had that disagreement, and then at the end of the day, as I said, Matt as the project lead, he made that decision. It was released, and people have it's, it does feel like the the entire community has kind of taken a step back and gone, okay, this is the this is how we're working with it now. This is how we can, this is what we can do, whether it be I need to use the classic editor plugin for a while or 
I need to update my plugins or my themes to, to take advantage of Gutenberg. I think that people are looking at it from a very practical uh, viewpoint. Yeah. Did um, So we talked a moment ago about how nice the WordPress community is. This was an example where potentially, you know, there were there were disagreements, shall we say? You, you can you can answer this question how you like, really. Do, do you ever does it ever get to you on sort of like a personal level? Do you ever sort of feel oh leave me alone? <laughs> no, absolutely. Like I'm I'm still a person too. Like I, I uh, and it, it's it can be it can be difficult to remember that we we're even when we're having these strong disagreements where people are people are extraordinarily passionate about uh, the the whatever the topic has to be, Gutenberg, uh, for this is, instance, we can still have those disagreements and then move on from them and come back together and be like, and be, and realize that we can, uh, we can keep together and build and keep building WordPress into, into this really cool thing. Do you get a sense that that's happened? Like there's been sort of a healing process. Do you, do you feel that that heat has gone down a little bit? I think bit? in a lot of ways, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's still, um, there are still ways that we can, make it better where um, whether it be helping people move their uh, move their stuff over to Gutenberg or uh, continuing to kind of explain what's what's happening or give people more insight to how these decisions are made and uh, I think that that kind of openness which WordPress has uh, WordPress has always been about openness so ensuring that we're even if, uh, um, like, I might feel as a person in WordPress leadership that it, that I'm open and explaining my uh, actions and decisions, if the rest of the community doesn't feel that, then clearly there, there's clearly work to be done to, to bridge that gap. And so there's still work to be done to talk about how decisions are made and how people can get involved and how people can... Uh, can help help affect change, but I don't think that there's something inherently broken. It's it's something that we just need to uh, to work on helping everyone get involved. Have, have there been steps taken to sort of? You, you talked earlier about you know it may have been a um, a communications thing. Yeah. Have have things been sort of modified, changed in order to communicate future things I differently? Think, absolutely. So I think um, uh, if if you um, if you follow the make uh, the make WordPress sites and in particular make updates is is a, a central one looking at uh, a broader project view. Um, Josepha as WordPress executive director has been has been talking a lot about how uh, how leadership is structured in WordPress and how we can um, how we can standardize it across all the teams and how we can document it and how people can uh, feel confident that they can get involved. Um, and so I think that that's, that's obviously an important topic to the, to the wider WordPress community. And so that's something that we want to make sure that WordPress is adjusting itself to. It's just in the, in the very, very near future. So by that, I mean six months, a year, something like that. Is there anything that you're excited about? Something that you, you think this is, this is such a nice feature that we're going to add? I think uh, like certainly how Gutenberg is continuing to evolve. It's like where... It's, it's, it's moving beyond kind of this, this page editor into this more full site editor. I think that that's, um, that's really exciting to see where that goes. And you can see some, you can see early experiments in it. You, if you install the Gutenberg plugin where it's continuing to evolve, continuing to kind of evolve. And um, uh, there, are, there are other plugins where people are experimenting. Oh, hey, what happens if you, what happens if we build something that people can, uh, can, do entire site layouts with um, like there's it's everything there is an iteration so we can let's get it out there and people can try it out and give some feedback and we can iterate on it I think that's very cool do you think that's where it, it will end up you know so slightly more long term yeah. a, a couple of years from now do you think we'll do you think WordPress will be like a page builder kind of um, think- product I think in some ways, yes. It it may not like when you when you say page builder, it brings to mind like these uh, huge, complex, customizable systems, which will which will always have a place. Like there there are always going to be sites that need that, but WordPress core itself might not need to uh, have that kind of level of 
customizability and that kind of level of being able to tweak every single setting. But as WordPress has always done, it'll have a way for plugins to hook into that and provide that extensibility. The the, the thing I suppose from from the end user's point of view, like me, is we, we don't have any oversight into the the amount of people who are be, who are using things, and therefore you know it's got to be at least this minimum thing, and we can't we can't add every bell and every whistle, otherwise it becomes completely unusable for the vast majority. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, how many how many how many websites roughly do you do you know? How, how, how big is WordPress? It's, I mean, we, we talk about it being thirty something percent of the. It's uh, they they mention the top ten million sites, but also if, if you extend that to the entire internet, there are. It, it's kind of interesting that you don't really know how many websites there are because it's just impossible to measure uh, just by the way the internet works. Yeah, we can't really lot. measure it. So <laughs> whether they like if there's a billion sites. We could potentially extrapolate that to say there are there might be a hundred million WordPress sites. Are there any are there any things that you you feel um, in in your time doing WordPress you, you wish you'd done differently? Like oh you know that would have been a that would have been a nice nice thing not to have happened or you know you hit the commit button accidentally or something like that. <laughs> I think oh there there are plenty of commits where I've had to go oh wait I I really messed that one up. Oh, no. um, but again, because it's all, it's just code, so it can always be fixed up and it can always be changed or reverted. Um, I don't think there's ever really been anything that I've gone, we shouldn't have done that. It, it's always a case of maybe something could have been done better and we then proceed to do it better, um, whether that happens to be code or whether that, that happens to be talking about something that's coming up. It's, um, there's, I don't think that there's anything where it's just gone, well, that was the wrong direction entirely. Yeah, uh, talking about this specific event, what, what's one of the things you're looking forward to in the next couple of days? Um, I think, I'm, I mean, I always enjoy Contributor Day. It's, it's always a great chance to, to see, even for, even for me, uh, to see where, what other people, what other teams are doing. Like, uh, what, what are they focusing on? What are their, what are their priorities? So that's, um, that's always fun. And I do enjoy the, the after party. I, I don't, like, I hear it's an 80s theme this year, which is not so much my thing, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's all right. It's, it's always a case of if, if folks want to get dressed up, then absolutely, but you don't have to do that. No, no. I, th I, think, um, I think I'm probably not going to be getting dressed up in all the 80s stuff. You're not going to um, get on your hammer pants? and No, no, I think I'd look a bit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Or was that 90s? I don't yeah. Really know. Do, do, you think, do you think you'll be... Do you think you'll be staying with WordPress? You got any plans to do something else in the future? Side projects um, that you're working on? Interesting little Gary Pendergast stuff? Uh, nothing big at the moment. I'm, I'm like, uh, there's, there's always, there's, the WordPress world is so big that there's, I can kind of do, there's a huge variety of things I can do without, like while staying in the WordPress world. Um, like a project I've been working on recently as a, as a tool to help people uh, contribute to WordPress core um, to work to more easily set up a an environment where they can like, get WordPress running and they can uh, build patches and upload them into the ticket tracking system and um, and generally feel like they don't have to go through a some sort of weird technical uh, impossible system to um, just to contribute a bug fix yeah do you still love writing code I do I do like I um, I, I tend to swing back and forth between I'll, I'll spend time more on um, uh, project leadership and managing how a, um, how a change might be done or things like that. And sometimes I'll, I'll swing more to, you know what, I feel like just writing some code for a bit and fixing some bugs. And Do you have that? You have that autonomy? You can sort of decide what your day looks like or it's, is there a, here, Gary, here's your list. Do it's, these. It's, it's, it's more of a... Uh, um, like for for periods of time, I'm not I'm not going to be switching back and forth <laughs> on a daily basis. But Hawaii for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's 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 the kind of thing where certainly I I um, I get to choose a lot of what a lot of what I work on. What I think is is most valuable for uh, for the WordPress community as a whole. We've got children at this event. Yeah. That I mean. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's amazing. That's I love that the that um uh like the the 
the event feels is so inclusive that uh, people can bring children and they, they'll, there's, uh, there's childcare facilities and there's um, workshops specifically yeah. for kids to, Actual to play learning with WordPress. To use WordPress and, yeah. for kids, WordPress is amazing. <laughs> that it feels like a place where, uh, where you can bring kids and they'll, be, and they'll be safe to hang out and run around and there'll be things that will keep them interested as well. Do you think this is a good, good career? You know, like if 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 you if you were raising your kids and attending these kind of things, would you be telling? Would you be telling the younger generation? Yeah, writing code, being involved in WordPress, it's a it's a solid thing to do for your future. I think so. I think I think it's and it's not necessarily writing code. It's it's a it's a thing of, uh, like we were talking about earlier. If if there's a if you're going to choose a thing to be passionate about, then the, I think the WordPress project is a is a reasonable choice. It's a way that you can feel that you're uh, that you're making a difference on a grand scale. That um, you're that we, we kind of talk about WordPress as democratizing publishing. It's giving anyone the ability to uh, to publish their thoughts and to and to let the world know what they're thinking, which even 50, 70 years ago was impossible. You couldn't. You couldn't do it. You, there were TV or there was newspaper or you could maybe make up a little magazine that you distribute to a handful of friends, but there was no way you could talk to people all over the world on such a massive scale, which it's, it's pretty incredible. It comes, there's no denying it comes with its own challenges. It's you, you look at um, uh, some of the controversy around uh, Twitter or Facebook about how uh, they're connecting connecting extremists as well as connecting um, normal people. Um, so how we balance that, how we make this, uh, make these tools available to everyone without, or with trying to avoid the, um, uh, uh, the downside of it, it's a difficult problem. And I don't think, I don't think anyone's really solved it yet. I don't think we're, um, but I think we there are a lot of good ideas that are being tried out and uh, ways where ways where we can make it better. That's an interesting question because obviously you know Facebook or what have you they've got policies in order to mitigate those things. You know whether they've whether they've worked in the past is a moot point. But does WordPress have a have a responsibility for any of that stuff? Do you think, or does it just release yes. it and say you, you do what you like with it and let's hope that that it's done for the good of humanity. It's, it's a difficult problem and it's, it's certainly like WordPress, if you download a copy of WordPress and install it uh, somewhere and you start writing hateful content, there's not really anything WordPress can do about that. Like we, we, can't, we can't take your site down because it's, it's not a thing that we control. Um, but I think that certainly um, uh, we can uh, be involved in the conversations with with hosts or with service providers, and be saying, "Hey, we um, we think it's important that you that your policies uh, are able to deal with these situations, um, and that we're able to kind of work together for a better uh, for a better internet for everyone." Really. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer to that question is, but it feels like WordPress. I mean, if you did, then I'd love to yeah, hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll just deliver yeah. the answer to you. Um, security. S security related issues does, does that kind of stuff keep you awake at night do the bad guys just get better do you have to work harder year on year to keep WordPress ticking along and not not falling down and you it's know infecting and the I think for for people who don't really keep up with with security which uh, or don't keep up with kind of the intricacies of what what the uh, what security researchers do the the bugs the security issues that we that are reported are I find them fascinating because they are the the steps that they that the researcher has obviously had to go through to uh, to discover this bug to find that oh if if we if we craft this thing in this very very specific way then it'll trigger this bug which triggers this bug which triggers this bug which triggers this bug which escalates my permission slightly but lets me trigger do this thing which triggers that bug which triggers that bug which uh, and so on, and like the ability to, the the mindset that actually lets people investigate and find these issues is is amazing. So amazing yeah. problem solvers. They're yes. just on the wrong side of the fence. It's well, so it's, we we like we we have a security um, security bug reporting 
program and and it's we we feel that it's there are people who are really talented at this but historically the only way for them to make money has been to sell these things to the bad guys and so if we're able to pay security researchers to to find these issues and say hey you might not be able to like you could you might be able to sell this bug to to to, to some to, uh, to some government or whatever for a million dollars, we we can't pay that much, but we can we can pay you some money so that it's worth your time to um, to actually tell us this bug and we'll fix it and we'll get the release out. Is WordPress part of like Hacker One or? Yeah, so we, we use Hacker One yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. we've found it to be a really good system for um, for people to be able to report the issues, make sure that they they get paid, that they. That researchers also they have their own uh, reputation there, and so they can they can show if they want to then work for a work for a company, then they can say, hey, I've found all these issues, and I'm pretty good at this. Maybe you should pay me to do it with your. Yeah, I I I, I, I it sounds to me like you do what I do, which is you had quite an interest in the, the internet security stuff. I, I listen. I mean, I don't really understand a lot of what's going on, but I listen to you know the, like the pwn to own contests and things like that, and it. It's just breathtaking. Like you said, you know, you get one know, buffer overflow, which leads to a, a, a thing over here, which you stack another thing, and 10 exploits later, you've managed to change the user permission or something. That, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's, yeah, it is pretty cool. And slightly worrying. Yeah. I, I just wonder if in the end, we just need to go, ah, bad guys, <laughs> they've won. I, I don't think we're, we're ever going to be in a situation where, well, bad guys have won. It's, there, are, there are certainly ways that it becomes as these things become more, as these bugs that they exploit become more complex, it becomes harder to fix them. Uh, you can even see that with the, now there are, there are issues that affect CPUs themselves, that you can, that a security issue can be triggered from a browser that affects a CPU, which is, which is amazing. And so, but like we, we see that with the, the browser, the people who make Chrome or make, make uh, Firefox or Safari or even Internet Explorer, um, where they'll they'll respond to that and they'll they'll work on a way to mitigate that issue so it can't be exploited. Does WordPress have a voice in that decision? Does, do you guys, on some level, communicate with Google or Mozilla and say, look, we've got we've got data. We can see what's going on. You know, we are thirty four percent of the internet. Do, do, you, uh, do you have lines of communication? Absolutely. Like we'll we'll, be, we'll talk to talk to their teams if there's if there's whether it's a bug that affects WordPress or um, or even the other way around, if, if they're making a change to the browser, then WordPress is something that they'll, that they'll test against. Um, even like uh, the, the people that make PHP, for example, it's one of their key, key things is like, what's the performance of WordPress when we make this change? Mm. Do, you, do, you, do you want WordPress to have a voice in that? You know, the future of the internet? The I mean, because obviously Facebook's in that conversation, Google's in that conversation. Um, they're profitable entities, whereas, you know, yes. WordPress, not-for-profit sort of um, do, do, do you think we deserve a bigger voice than, than we've got I think it's it's difficult to to say a WordPress just say WordPress should have a voice it's it's, it's not a black and white issue it's it's, it's a lot of um, as with any kind of politics it's a case of um, knowing who who you need to talk to 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 get something changed, whether it's something that you can realistically change, or if perhaps you need to compromise on this one uh, in favour of something, something else. And I think that it's that's where it can be it can be difficult for us to have, uh, say, WordPress must have a voice. It's we kind of already do, but it's not going to be a case of because WordPress said this, then that's how it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think that's everything I want to ask, unless you want to say something pointed and particular. No, I think um, like I, I, uh, I really appreciate what, what uh, you're doing with, with this podcast and kind of talking about, uh, talking about mental health in, in WordPress community. I think that there's, um, there, there are certainly issues in broader open source. Um, like I can see that as see it as as a lead in in wordpress like there there are issues where people are burnt out we we get uh people are people are passionate about um 
about what they're working on. And that's a lot of what drives open source and drives WordPress. But it can be very easy for that passion to go too far. And it can be uh, easy to devote everything to it. And so I think being able to have these, these conversations, and sometimes they're going to be difficult conversations, but being able to have these conversations where we say, okay, this where we're putting too much pressure on one person or we're putting where we're relying on a handful of people to uh to make these difficult decisions how can we how can we have a way that we can spread that load around how can we make the decisions a bit easier how can we um how can we make sure that people can be passionate about wordpress and they can be they can have uh um, uh, that they're, they're able to have, uh, make a difference and like with, with what's an important project but not need to put everything into it and mm. burn themselves dry. Yeah, there's an awful lot of people. Like, I feel really proud of being involved in this, this, this idea. I mean... I, I, it, you know, I, I, I'm very proud to be in any way associated with WordPress. You know, using WordPress makes me feel proud. Being involved with this charity, that's, that's something else. It makes me slightly more proud. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful. But you're right. I mean, I, 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 I sort of, when I was thinking about what to say to people in, in this corridor, I didn't really know whether touching on those things would be, you know, because people might, want not, might not wish to open up. But, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. I think it's really important work. And it feels like something which didn't happen for historical reasons, but it feels like something which now should be, should be seriously considered in amongst all the other stuff that WordPress has to consider, and, making and sure think, that we're yeah. all, sorry, safe you yeah. know, and, and happy and mentally fit for the next day. It's, it's something that I think that, as a as a society we're becoming more aware of this is not a wordpress specific issue this is a it's a global issue and so uh if we're able to we're able to learn from how society is improving and we're able to um we're able to have those conversations and i think that we can this is just all it's in much the same way like we will improve the software we can improve the environment that yeah. builds the software as well yeah that's nice that's a nice way to end <laughs> it i think gary thank you very much for talking to me thank you it's been a pleasure great One of the purposes of the Press Forward podcast is to lift the lid on topics that don't get talked about enough, to allow people to share their stories so that other people might listen, and by listening, they may gain an understanding that they're not alone. There are other people out there who have faced the same situations that you're facing. They have found a way through and can offer support to you on your journey. Maybe that person is already in your life, but they might not be. And that's what WPNOP is here for, to connect you with the support that you need. The Press Forward podcast is brought to you today by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers a specially engineered platform that gives WordPress users web hosting that is designed to be the fastest, most secure and scalable hosting available in multiple data centers. Their WordPress hosting makes deploying and managing WordPress websites easy with automatic one-click install, managed updates, real-time security protection, SSD RAID 10 storage arrays, power cacher and expert 24-7 help to make for the best web hosting experience. And we really do thank Green Geeks for their support of the Press Forward podcast. That's it for this week. Please let us know if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're finding it useful or helpful. You can reach out to us at wpnop.org forward slash contact. But remember that there's a serious point to all of this, and that is that WPNOP is here to provide help and support. That help is available for you or people you know and can be easily accessed at the wpnop.org website. 
Please spread the word about this podcast. Tell your friends and subscribe on your favourite podcast player. Remember that together we can hashtag press forward. <laughs>